1: Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm Steve Keeker, President of Senior Care Consulting. Thanks so much for tuning in today. You are appreciated. Senior Care Live is the nation's premier radio program, providing information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. This is a safe place to get accurate and reliable information you can absolutely count on. Each and every week, we discuss important issues such as how to remain independent in your own home, how to find the right senior care community, how to pay for the high cost of senior care, and legal issues involving elder law and estate planning. We also discuss senior-related health issues and how to care for the caregiver. As always, if you have a question, you can reach us on our toll free number anytime. It's 1 800 331 6445. 1 800 331 6445. You can also visit online. It's a great website, Senior Care Live, L I V E, seniorcarelive.com. All right, so this is going to be a really good program today. It's going to be very informative. You will probably want to take notes, and if you are driving or you can't take notes right now, you're probably going to want to go back and listen to it again. So I'm going to spend either all or a large part of the program talking about assisted living. This is going to be very educational. Some of this may catch you off guard. For my friends working in the assisted living area of care, uh, don't don't tweet me, don't text me, don't email me saying, "Hey, wait a minute, that sounds really negative," <laughs> right? Because. I, I'm 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 not trying to be negative. I'm not going to beat up assisted living facilities. They have their place. It's a great option. It's a perfect level of care for a lot of people. But you know me, if you've been listening to this program for any time at all, you know, I don't sugarcoat anything. I pull no punches. I tell you the truth. I have for the past six and a half years, and I will continue to do that, period. So here's where I'm going to jump in here. Okay. Assisted living level of care. You need to know exactly, you need to understand exactly what assisted living is, what they offer, and oh, by the way, when they could discharge you from their facility. I'm seeing a lot of people, especially here just lately, become very, very upset because their loved one is being discharged from the care at the assisted living level of care. They, uh, they've used the term blindsided, caught off guard, uh, j- just all of this stuff. So, I'm, I'm going to get into this. I'm going to break it down. First of all, what is assisted living? Now, first of all, that is a level of care, and it's it's driven by licensure. So, if you're licensed by the state of uh, in in this broadcast area of Kansas and Missouri, it could be any state. If you're licensed at the assisted living level of care, that means that you're able to do the following: you could help minimally or fully. With your activities of daily living. So that's what you're going to provide residents living in your assisted living community. Some of these activities of daily living, if you hear the the acronym or abbreviation ADL, so, oh, well, well, we'll take care of your ADLs. Well, that's industry lingo for activities of daily living, such as bathing. So minimal assistance or full assistance with bathing, dressing, and grooming. So, the, I mean, that that's a lot of help just right there. They can also help you use the toilet. And a lot of times you may need help to and from the toilet or Maybe you need help when you're finished, kind of getting put back together. Uh, They can help you to an extent with incontinence care if you're wearing some of the pull-up briefs, but to an extent. Everyone has different limits on how far they'll go with assisting you with your incontinence care. They also make sure you get your medicine on time. So they'll distribute all of your medications, make sure that you're getting all of that on time. And that one's huge because... especially if you're taking quite a number of medications, which many people do, it's, it's really easy to confuse those or maybe skip one or not take it at the right time, etc. So they'll help you with that. They prepare all of your meals, snacks, and hydration. There's a full activities calendar, which is, uh, you know, that's that's really important. They offer transportation to and from doctor's offices. Maybe go out to see a specialist and they, they all, all of them have doctors and usually multiple doctors that can come to you and provide medical appointments right there to you in your home, in your assisted living apartment. That's a, that's a lot of help. That's a tremendous amount of support. But you have to realize that assisted living is a particular category or level of care And it is not, I repeat, not a standardized model. So if you look at long-term care, also known as a nursing home, that's a pretty standardized model. They all offer about the same thing, although clearly some deliver better than others. Assisted living category, it is literally all over the board It's all over the board. So some will offer you minimal care. Some of them won't even help you take a bath. And some are completely on the, some of these assisted living facilities are not much more support than an independent living apartment. Not much more. And some of them are on the opposite side of that extreme. And the care that they offer approaches long-term care, that nursing home level. They're they're approaching that. They're not that, but uh, they're they're much, much higher than others. So it's all over the board. Some offer memory care and some do not. So first of all... (laughs) If you go out looking at assisted living, uh, the assisted living level of care, and you go around to four or five different places, I can almost guarantee you you're going to hear four or five different stories. Now, wait a minute. Now, this person said that and that person said that. These two things don't go together. So which one is right? Well, they, they they, they both could be right, and one of them just offers a different level of care than the other one. So here is a major, major problem. And this is the part where, again, I'm not beating them up, but I'm telling you the truth. Pretty much every single assisted living community will say, and you could just about quote it, we're an age-in-place community and your loved loved one can stay here for the rest of their life. We're an age-in-place community and your loved one can stay here For the rest of their life. However, that statement many times falls into the category of overpromised under deliver. Now there's a national study that found that 59% of all assisted living residents have to discharge to the long term care, also known as the nursing home level of care. Now I think that's a national number. I think our number is a lot better here locally in the, in the Kansas city and the extended KC Metro area. I think that that number is a lot lower. They certainly want to care for their residents for life because that's the business that they're in. They're in the business to care for people, but many times they just, they, they can't do it. And again, so, so, if you get a pretty aggressive salesperson, your love, we're an age-in-place community, and your loved one can live here for the rest of their entire life. Okay? Again, over-promise and under-deliver many, many times. So, what I thought I would do today is just provide you a list of common needs or issues that can trigger a discharge. Well, so Steve, I mean, if they say you can live there for your entire life and we're set up, age in place community, blah, blah, blah. Well, then why would they discharge you? Well, I'm going to give you a list of several examples of, uh, of, of when you could get that 30 day discharge letter. So the first one is huge and it's super, super common becoming a two person transfer. Well what does that mean? So your loved one moves in and they're using a walker and they're getting, they're getting around just fine and then they kind of have a decline in their physical capabilities and now their mobility is a lot more limited and they need a wheelchair. And then they might decline a little further, and so they need help getting from their bed to the restroom or in and out of the shower or their bed to their wheelchair where they could then have their mobility. So if you decline to the point where it takes two staff to help you, literally lift you and get you out of bed to your wheelchair or from point A to point B, that's called a two-person transfer And the majority of assisted living facilities provide up to a one-person transfer. So after the break, I'm going to continue with a wealth of information about this very subject of being discharged from assisted living. But first, the Senior Care Live question of the week. All assisted living facilities can care for their residents for the rest of their life. Is that statement true or false? We'll have the answer right after the break. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, be sure to reach us on our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, you can stream this program to any electronic device. Super simple. Go to Senior Care Live. Click on the huge microphone right there on the homepage or the listen live button. Give it a few seconds to connect and boom, you are in. It'll start streaming to your phone, tablet, computer, whatever you have. Really is that simple and lots and lots of people listen to the show that way. Also, don't forget, you can go to radio.com. Download the app or just go to your app store and download the radio.com app. And then you can favorite Talk 980 AM and you can carry this station around with you in your pocket 24 hours a day if you want to. And then that way you can hear it through the app. So feel free to do that as well. All right. Let's get back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. All assistant. And if you are paying attention, you probably know the answer. All assisted living facilities can care for their residents for the rest of their life. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is that answer is false. False, false, false. Again, in a national national survey. of assisted living residents will have to move and upgrade to a a medical model, that nursing home long-term care model. And I I think our number is a lot lower than that. But the bottom line is uh, a a lot of people are getting discharged from assisted living. So back to that two-person transfer, Uh, that may be the number one reason to get the boot, <laughs> right? So I'll, I'll share just a quick, quick story with my firm, Senior Care Consulting. I, I received a call from a very nice gentleman and he said that his father-in-law had received a 30-day discharge notice out of the clear blue. Now, they moved their, their, their dad and their father-in-law. I, I ended up working with their entire family, wonderful family, and uh, we, we really took care of them. And we help them get it right. But out of the blue, they get this letter. No meeting, no discussion, no nothing, nothing. They just got this letter. We can no longer meet your needs. You have 30 days to find another place. Have a nice day. Uh, <laughs> they, and, and the, of course they were shocked. And this is a certified letter that went to every member of the family. This is like serious stuff. So they go in and they're like, well, hey, what's going on? What, what happened? Uh, we weren't told uh, uh, anything about this. We just get this letter. No talk, no meeting, no second chance. Is there anything we can do to, to change this outcome? Nothing, because our, our father-in-law and our father, I mean, he really enjoys living here. And they're and they and they're doing a good job for him. They said, well, well, we're sorry, but you know, he's now a two-person transfer and we can't accommodate that. And they said, but what we weren't told of any limitations. We were told you're an age in place community and he could live here for the rest of his life. So what I have to say about that is most of the time, and again, I'm just, I don't sugarcoat. I I just tell you how it is. Most of the time you didn't ask the right questions and they didn't tell you their limitations. It's just as simple as that. So that's why this family said, well, we know we're going to have the right questions now because working with my firm, Senior Care Consulting, they know that we ask all of the right questions. We ask questions that people would never know to ask, would never think to ask, or maybe may feel uncomfortable asking some of these questions. So- so that's, that's a huge one. Becoming a two-person transfer could and, and most of the time will get you discharged from your assisted living facility. Now, as soon as I say that, there are always exceptions. There are uh, a number of assisted living facilities that are now staffing for that and can offer, can offer, a two-person transfer. Now, that's going to bump you up in your level of care charge. You're going to pay a whole lot more money for that, but at least you have that option. Okay, number two, as far as a list of reasons that you could be discharged from assisted living. Number two, you just require too much care. So, their staffing model has limitations uh, at at that assisted living level. And this is just all about staffing. So if you need more care than they can offer you, you are out. Very, very clear, very cut and dry. Number three, if the incontinence care is becoming more and more necessary and that care is starting to increase where you're needing a tremendous amount of incontinence care, most places can help minimally. Some places won't help you at all with incontinence care and incontinence assistance. Some of them will up to a point, but if it, if it, and again, everyone has a different threshold. If it exceeds their threshold, whether that's low or high, uh, then you're going to get discharged because you need too much incontinence care and support. Makes you feel warm and fuzzy, doesn't it? <laughs> right? But and again, I'm not beating them up. I'm just telling you the truth oh I can I can just see the emails flying in they're gonna be flying in <laughs> I'm just telling you can't get mad at me if I'm telling the truth All right number four if you need a low air loss mattress to prevent wound issues or skin breakdown issues so uh, there there's when you get older it's pretty common for your... Skin to become very thin and brittle and and just paper thin. It's very easy to break down. It's very easy to tear. If you need a low air loss mattress to prevent the wound care issues and skin breakdown, that's probably going to get you discharged. Number five, if your loved one needs medical care, such as wound care. Or maybe compression wraps for lymphedema. Maybe they have swelling in their legs and you have to do the wraps and the compression stockings. And maybe, maybe even the wraps connected to a machine that, that will, will put compression on your leg and then decrease the compression. And then increase and decrease, keeping all those fluids moving and the blood flowing. Maybe you require a mechanical lift. Maybe you need tube feeding or IV therapy. So if you need medical-based care, you will be discharged from the vast majority of assisted living facilities. Number six, if your loved one requires pain management, that is more than they can handle. I mean, they will, they'll distribute your medicines, make sure you get your medications on time. They can even distribute narcotic level oral pain medic- medications but if you start getting into pain patches and and pain management injections in managing if uh, sometimes uh, some people have pain management is a is a major issue for them and they may even have an implanted pain pump it's a it's an implanted pump that just gives out a little medicine here and there and that thing needs to be refilled and it has a port injection site etc so so some of these things could get you discharged if your loved one requires pain management that is just more that exceeds their capabilities so after the break i'm going to continue with a list of reasons that you may be discharged from assisted living facilities. But don't worry, after I finish that up, I'm going to let you know how to avoid all this. Don't go away. I'll be right back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, be sure to reach us on our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, if you miss an episode of Senior Care Live, maybe you want to share the program with someone else or... Maybe you just want to go back and listen to it again to take notes like you probably want to on this one, <laughs> on this episode. Uh, just go to SeniorCareLive.com, click on the podcast tab, and that's where you'll find all of the previously aired episodes. there in chronological order. Just click play. Again, give it a few seconds to connect, and uh, you can play Any one of them that you want, you can stop, pause, take notes. And uh, a lot of people listen to the podcast of this program, so feel free to help yourself. All right, so today we're talking about assisted living. We we defined what it is, and then I'm going through a list of reasons that you or your loved one could be discharged from the assisted living level of care. And I can already tell I'm probably going to get some phone calls, some texts, Some tweets and some emails about this. And again, I'm not knocking it. It's a great level of care for a lot of people, and they can do a lot for you, provide a tremendous amount of support. But I tell the truth on this program. I'm not trying to help someone, anyone, make a sale. I'm telling you maybe what you should understand so that Hopefully, you won't make a huge mistake. Too many people are getting discharged from assisted living and from long-term care, frankly. Just blindsided with this letter. You have 30 days to find a new place. We can no longer meet your needs. So, I am providing now a list of issues or situations that could cause that discharge to happen. All right, number seven. I'm just touching on some some of the big ones. It, there could be some other ones as well. But uh, number seven, it could be as simple as just needing diabetic management with insulin injections. Now, most assisted living facilities do not offer around-the-clock diabetic management. And again, this is just a function of staffing. Now, with that being said, again, you always have gray areas. You always have exceptions. There are definitely some Some assisted living facilities that do offer diabetic management and insulin injections. Now, if you are diabetic and you check your blood with the with the glucometer, you know, two or three times a day, once a day, you know, after meals, before meals, et cetera, et cetera, and you're able to control that with diet or with oral medication, that that's no problem at all. The problem comes in when you need an injection. That is a whole different category. And uh, most, I would would generally say most assisted living facilities do not or cannot accommodate that. Some can, most do not. All right, number eight, if you need help eating your food or maybe you need a, a very specialized diet, maybe you have swallowing issues and you need a pureed diet. Which uh, you know that let's be honest about it that that's not appetizing, and if you're trying to eat your your pureed you know, mashed potatoes and roast beef and gravy, um, it doesn't look good. It's it's kind of hard to eat. It's kind of hard to see someone else eat that, and and, uh, and and that's just that's just how it is. But if you need that type of a special specialized diet, or you need help literally feeding yourself, the assisted living level of cares, it's just probably not going to work for you. Now, again, there are some places that will puree your diet. They will offer a highly specialized diet for you. So there are exceptions, but in general, that could cause a discharge from assisted living. All right, number nine, all and th- this one's pretty huge. All assisted living facilities care for residents with cognitive impairment, Alzheimer's, dementia. It could be memory issues, uh, post-stroke. Uh, there, there are a lot of type of types of cognitive impairment. But if you, and, and they all care for residents with, with with a certain level. If you contact one, they're going to say, "Oh yes, we offer memory care." even if they do not have a memory care neighborhood. So even if they don't have a separate part of the building dedicated to caring for residents with cognitive impairments, all of them are going to say, oh, yeah, oh, sure, we offer memory care. However, here's the gotcha. When the memory issues exceed their limits. And again, their limits are all over the board. You will be asked to move. So here's an example. Your loved one is doing well in an assisted living community. Everything's just going great. You've been there for a long time. Then there is a decline, maybe even a sharp decline in your loved one's cognitive area, cognitive abilities. And now your loved one is beginning to wander. Now they're considered an elopement risk. What is wandering? That just means that someone, and this is very common, someone with Alzheimer's or dementia and they're just they're not trying to cause trouble but they're just cruising around they're like, "Oh, I wonder what's going on outside out there. So they open the door and they walk outside and it's zero degrees. It's 100 degrees. They walk out into traffic and they don't have the ability to understand that these are dangerous situations. and uh, and, and they could unintentionally put themselves into harm's way. That is considered wandering. And now you are officially what's called an elopement risk. So most assisted living communities, not all, but most of them uh, use uh, something that's called a Wonder Guard system. There are other names for it, but basically it's a little transmitter on a little watch type of a bracelet. You wear it on your wrist. You get too close to an exit, it'll set off an alarm and and everyone comes running because they don't want you to. Unintentionally walk outside and put yourselves put yourself into harm's way. You can go outside. You just need to be accompanied by a staff person uh, to make sure that you're safe and secure. It's a great tool to prevent your loved one from leaving the building unattended and getting themselves into trouble. I can't tell you how many times I've heard, and a lot most of this actually never hits the news, but someone walks away. And they're looking for them and they find them the next morning deceased because of exposure to the cold elements or to, you know, to, to the hundred degree sun and, and everything else. It happens a lot. It's very disturbing. And by the way, if that happens, the facility gets in gigantic trouble, <laughs> right? Because they're responsible for your safety and your health and your well-being. So this this is a huge, huge deal. So you've got the wonder guard, but if your loved one is setting off that alarm too many times per day, and they have to come running three or four or five or 10 times a day, they're not going to be okay with that. They're going to say, you know what, this is too much. Uh, You're exceeding our capabilities. We can no longer meet your needs, and they will discharge your loved one because they can no longer meet your needs. But wait a minute, you said you provided memory care. Well, we do, but then the rest of the story is up to a certain point, right? So if the assisted living facility has a memory care unit or memory care neighborhood that is secure, that has all the features and aspects of memory care to care for someone with cognitive impairment, then your loved one can just be transferred from their apartment in the general care portion of the building to the memory care portion of the building. And that will usually, not always, but that will usually take care of the issue. Here's another giant one. This one's huge. If you run out of money, you will be discharged, period. Well, Steve, I I thought they had to care for people no matter what. No, no, that's not true. Wherever you heard that from, it's incorrect. The vast majority, I would say 98% of the assisted living facilities in this listening area are private pay only. There are always a few exceptions. Most of them are private pay only. So even if you've lived there for several years the minute you are out of money, you are out. You will be discharged. I cannot tell you how many times I've received the call. You know, my my grandma's lived there for years and years and years. She has spent all of her retirement money over $350,000 and they're kicking her out. Can they do that? I said Well, yes, because where she's living is private pay only. They don't work with the Medicaid program. And so uh, this particular young lady calling, and she was just outraged by this. She ended up hiring senior care consulting. And we went out. We vetted the market. We found a great place for her grandmother. This place was and and is, still is, uh, Medicaid Certified, And her grandmother was able to move from her assisted living apartment where she spent over $350,000 before they kicked her out. And we moved her to a great place where she got great care for the rest of her life. If this is hitting home for you, resonating for you, you want to reach out to Senior Care Consulting for more information or free consultation. It's 913-945-2800. And after the break... I am going to go through a couple more examples, and I'm going to show you how to avoid all of this mess. Don't go away. I'll be right back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, be sure to reach us on our toll-free number anytime. It's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. All right, back to a long laundry list of uh, all of the different reasons that you could or may be discharged from an assisted living community. I only have a couple more, and then I'm going to show you how to avoid all of this stuff. So number 12, if your loved one is falling too much, that's a big safety issue. If they cannot guarantee your safety there, if if they just can't uh, put the measures in place, to try to prohibit or or prevent falling or reduce the fall risk. And usually that's more of of a medical scenario than an assisted living scenario. If your loved one's falling too much, you're probably going to get the discharge letter. You have 30 days to find another facility we can no longer meet your needs. Well, wait a minute. You said you're an age in place community and that my dad could live here for the rest of his life. I'm sorry, we can no longer meet his needs. Here's your 30-day certified letter with your 30-day discharge notice. How about that? All right, then this last one is big and um, this is gonna be an issue I, I think at every I, I know at every single assisted living. Community, and rightly so. If your loved one, this is number 13, last one on the list for today. If your loved one has any negative behaviors, and by behaviors, I'll give a couple of examples here, but if they have any negative behaviors, they will be discharged. And you might not even get a 30 day notice on that. You may get a three day notice. Or if the negative behavior is such that it endangers staff or other residents, They will immediately send your loved one to the hospital, and then they will not take them back. So that's just what's going to happen. I see it happen every single day. So some examples: it it could be just too much wandering, uh, you know, wandering in and out of other resident rooms, which is causing uh, other residents to become upset. uh, Upset. It could be exit seeking where. And these are generally due to cognitive impairment issues. Exit seeking is a much higher level of elopement risk where someone's looking around. They're like, you know what? This isn't where I live. This is not my house. I'm out of here. And they go to the first door. They're trying to crawl out of windows because I'm going home. I'm, I'm out of here. Well, if they, if they can't handle that quote unquote behavior, they're out. Um, into the heavier duty category. And again, rightly so. You probably don't belong here. You need to go somewhere else. The behavior could be using foul language or inappropriate language with the opposite sex. Boy, that's uncomfortable, right? It could be inappropriate sexual advances. And again, this is uh, almost always tied to cognitive impairment. They they may not understand what they're doing, but this is the disease coming out in in some unwanted behaviors. Uh, you, you can't have that stuff going, going on, period. You cannot put your staff and other residents in danger. And that's what you'd be doing if you let them hang out and continue to do that. So they're not going to let that happen and you're going to get discharged. And in these cases, rightly so. It could be an aggressive or combative behavior. Uh, and again, tied with cognitive issues, uh, th- there could be issues, uh, you know, psychotic type issues, uh, maybe in the area of you know mental illness, or it could be related to a medical illness as well, but seeing things that are not there, talking to people who are not there, just very, very disturbing behavior, and you're definitely going to get discharged. You're either going to get a 30-day discharge letter, a three-day discharge letter, or an immediate discharge to the hospital to get you treated, and then they just won't take you back. So what can you do to help extend the stay at your chosen facility? I just put together four points for you today. There's some other things, but this will uh, really help out with uh, with, I think, the majority of them. Number one, ask the right questions about their limitations and understand what you're getting into and how much care they actually provide. Now, families and individuals working with senior care consulting, we do all that for you. We take care of all that. You don't even have to think about it. Our clients don't make mistakes, period. It just doesn't happen because that's our job. If you don't work with senior care consulting, that's okay. You can do this on your own, but think about different scenarios and and think about uh, different uh, questions that you could ask to understand, are they on the lighter side of assisted living or are they on the heavier side of assisted living? Number two, If your loved one has memory related issues, early dementia, early Alzheimer's, they had a stroke and they seem to lose some of their memory. They're very forgetful. We're starting to have some issues like that. It could be a lot of different reasons. But if your loved one has memory related issues, make sure you choose a place that provides memory care offering a separate memory care neighborhood or a separate part of the building that specializes in caring for residents with memory related issues. Well, Steve mom's doing okay right now, but you know, you never know. You never know what's going to happen in the future. Okay? Well, then err on the side of caution, err go conservative and choose a place to where she can start off in just the general care portion of the building, but make sure you don't get this blanket. Oh, yeah, we do memory care. No, you may or may not. Make sure they have a locked and secured memory care unit in case your mom might need that down the road. If they don't have it and she needs it, again, you'll be discharged. 30-day notice. All right, number three, and this will really take care of it. Choose an assisted living community that's connected to a long-term care level. So you have both assisted living and long-term care, again, also known as a nursing home. If your loved one needs the medical level of care, they, they need more care, two-person transfer, all the things, you can easily transition from your assisted living apartment, maybe just down the hall, or maybe across the lawn to the long-term care level of care without being discharged from that organization. It might be as simple as just moving down the hall. So we've got our backup plan. We have long-term care available if and when needed. That will solve your challenges. And if there's memory-related issues involved, make sure the long-term care level also offers memory care. And now we have... All of our bases covered. And if it's down to finances, understand the finances of it all. Do the math and calculate how long your loved one can afford to pay privately. Then ask yourself the question, are you willing to move them again one more time at the time that they run out of money? If the answer is no, then you need to choose a place that's connected to long-term care that is, and this is the key, is Medicaid Certified. So the nursing home level is Medicaid certified. That's the safety net that says if you should continue to need care and you outlive your assets, you can move to the long term care portion of the community and Medicaid will help pay for your care. So plan for their needs, not just the immediate needs, but the long term needs. And hopefully, that helps you understand. And again, I'm not I'm not throwing assisted living under the bus. I'm just being very, very brutally honest with you about some of these major issues, and I'm trying to prevent them from happening. Hopefully, you appreciate that. All right. I'm your host, Steve Kieker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. I'll see you next week right here on Senior Care Live.